Steppers, get ready right now. It's time to step in this bitch. Let's go. I will never Nah man I can't You can't give up on Boosie man Listen to this shit Cut this shit up I don't give a fuck what y'all say, bro. I'm I'm not I'm not ever gonna not play Boosie's music. I don't. Did you hear that shit? <laughs> Jack off to my state. Hey, <laughs> there's no there's no fucking way. I don't give a shit how and nobody's condoning some of the things the man has said, but I don't give a shit how uh, you know everybody's progressive, everybody's you know forward thinking, and and not for uh. You know any biggity statements But I don't give a shit Look if you There's nobody in within earshot of that man's music That fucking uh, Nobody within earshot of that man's music DC's here But I'm not finished <laughs> Nobody within earshot of that shit Does not move it Move around to it okay Like all of you uh, Progressive uh, especially you HBCUers, y'all niggas move to that shit. All right, Boosie comes on, and you you fucking move. All right, so I'll give a shit what y'all say. Chaos be damned. That's it. How y'all doing though? <laughs> Why can't we hear fucking DC? Hang on. Uh, why is this shit? Let's see. It says your mic's muted. Unmute the mic. Unmute the mic. Things are up. Stuff is up. All the things are on. I don't know what's happening. I don't know why the chaos. Is your mic on on your phone? I mean, I don't know. It says, like, on the thing when I'm scrolling over it, it had, like, a fucking no mic thing. But I don't know what the fuck it is. I mean, y'all could at least look at the man face for now until we figure it out. But boom. There it is. We fucking have liftoff. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know what what that was about. <sighs> but okay, we, we we got it situated. It's all good. I, I see that. That's how you felt today. It's just chaos incarnate. Like I knew he had a project, and I hadn't taken the time to listen to the project until as I've been in the studio. And when I say like, I'm not gonna lie, whatever. But I was here early, and we're still late, honestly, because I've been sitting here laughing at that shit, like. I got like six songs in and looked up and was like, oh, finish setting up the show. <laughs> Cut up, nigga. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You lost track of time. That's, that's some serious oh. chaos. But I can't say it's any different than like, especially being in other areas. And I was reminded of this, like even today, when you go to certain areas, they're going to play the local music, of course. 
Yep. But if you look behind some of them tinted windows, it don't be people you expect that's playing that music. That that is true, and I haven't figured out exactly how I feel about that because you always because in nine times the best part is when you catch them, and this is the part. This is the the nigga 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 part, and it's like, hey, I see you quiet when you drove past me, but I don't know. I know you not you'd sing those parts, and that's. And I, you I know, know you can show me those parts. You got plenty windows so that you can sing those parts. With what you think is in peace, as if I don't have eyes and I can see. I can see through there. I can see like I can see the lightness. Like I may not be able to see everything, but I can see it's, it's lightly melanated behind. You know that window that you got up right there. I can see it's you. I can tell it's you, and I can see your mouth moving. I know you said, and I'm going to say, say it again. I'm looking now. Say it again. What was you saying? Yeah, see, it's co- a lot of that. Coincidentally, like I, I looked, I think maybe like mm, it was like four days ago, and I was looking at uh, Willie D's podcast, you know him, Scarface, and they had Freddie Gibbs on, and it was talking a lot of stuff, and Gibbs said some shit that I don't, I, I'm not a musician, and I just, I don't know what it's like to have your fans say your music, but he was like, you know, if we at the concert, if we at the festival, whatever, and they say my lyrics, like he's not really tripping, and I'm like, man. I don't know if I have that. I don't know if I have that. And I know you can't, you know, there's no way I can whoop a crowd of 30,000, but like everybody shut the fuck up still a little bit. Yeah. Then, but he made a good point. He's like, what you going to do? Like, you can't really like, you're not going to get out there and like stop people from singing this. I paid their money. And he was like in the, and he kind of was like in the frame of like a festival and they're singing my music. He's like, I'm not tripping. He's like, you're not going to call me that in the street. And I was like, well, he makes a good point. You're not going to say that in the street, but you're going you gonna to talk about that and whoop everybody in the crowd. Yeah, no, but I remember like, especially, I remember, I'm gonna say, especially if you look out in the crowd and realize like, say for instance, at a festival, there's, you know, 30,000 people here, 50,000 people here. I get a dollar per person. Would I rather have like that thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars, or would I rather jump out in the crowd and whip your ass? Yeah, see, I feel it from a from a performer's perspective. Me as a fan, I remember I went to some fucking thing, and it was like ASAP Mob came out, and like they're all out there. And it was great. It was ASAP Ferg, and it was ASAP Rocky, and then like songs started playing, and I was like, shit, I know it's some niggas being dropped, but it's like an ocean of y'all, and I don't even know who to be mad at. So I just kept getting drunk and then I left. But after that, I just was like, "This is an uncomfortable situation. Like, this is a real conundrum to be fucking just, you know, fuck y'all a little bit. You know, maybe not a lot, of people, but like, you know, I mean, it depends on how you handle it. Have you seen? Uh, have you seen Kevin Hart? I'm. I I started it and I keep like fucking starting it before I fall asleep. So like, I keep. I barely got through the first episode because I'm like, oh yeah, this is interesting. This is oh shit. The- <laughs> So, I have sure, to finish no. it though. He, he kind of he has a he has a couple episodes where he goes to the same thing with like a uh, a white fan that's like repeating his joke see, to him that involves a lot of nigga 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 in it. Yeah, see that one that one I saw that one where they were on the plane. That was an ass whooping. I'd have whooped his ass. Like in like you know the shit in the fans and the crowd and you singing the song. We could maybe I'm not condoning it, but you could maybe have the conversation of oh they're caught up in the moment. That shit on that plane whooped his ass. <laughs> oh shit, Judo in the house, motherfucker, Judo in the house. It depends on how you want to handle it. 
So if, if you were in that position, how would you handle it? Because obviously I'll it to Jericho. I know I know how he handles it later on. I ain't gonna ruin it for you. I'll let you go ahead and catch up. But like how would you how would you handle it in that situation? See, Kev is a nicer man than me. That's one thing, you know, I'd be thinking about uh I've actually have that, you know, my thoughts of grandeur here with this here pod and things of that nature. And I just be like, you know, I ain't got it right now. Like we'd had a problem on that plane. <laughs> like, hey man, like I'm the fucking I'd have pulled all the fucking uh probably big dickness that you do. Hey, you have to get the fuck out this section. I paid my who's the bajillion dollar fucking uh, act? He called me a nigga. I'd have made a scene like we can either whoop your ass or you can you know what you wanna do. I don't know that I have that. Like the way is it is it coming through on that one? I didn't hear you on the headphones. So I don't know if that mic is... I just heard somebody in America. There I go. There we go. But yeah. Yeah, yeah but not nah, that really happened to me at a red light. I was I was chimed in to y'all conversation. Mm-hmm. And I pulled up to a red light and there was a white girl in a BMW with tenant windows and she was playing uh Kendrick Lamar Mad City. And I was like trying to catch her at the red light because she was sitting there singing along. And I think she saw me pull up on the side of her because you know that man, where you from, my nigga? Yikes. Where your grandma stay? Huh, my nigga? She was listening to that shit. She was like, Simi Valley. And I pull up. <laughs> <laughs> and I pull up. It was a big ass truck in front of me, but I'm trying to catch, like, I'm trying to catch her to just get a peek inside because I knew the part was coming up. I'm like, this bitch was singing along. Let me catch her. I sure was going to look over and say something too. Yeah. White woman, I don't know. I don't, yeah, the white girl's moment. I don't have that. That's a, uh, I have a little problem with that. Like just in the Kevin situation, like you know, I like I said, I can catch you singing the song and maybe give you the look and like calm down. But the way he was like, nigga, 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 like his security guard, how he was acting that moment. It's like, yeah, nigga, like we, I gave you, I gave he gave him like two or three moments to be a fan, and after that, it was like. You know, and Kev's thing made sense. It's like, we're going to go to jail. And I'd have been like, nigga, you're a fucking millionaire. Bail me out because I'm finna stomp this motherfucker ears together. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm finna like. Is it any different to say white chicks? Now, that song was worse when it, when it was in the payday. See white people riding around singing uh, 50 Cent in B.I.G.? Yeah, I've, I'm like, I just. I know I don't I don't have it, man. I be you know I appreciate all of you know my allies and my friends and such that get quiet, that quiet everything and yeah my real mm, I fuck with the real Nick. Mm. Thank you, I appreciate you and like I fuck with you. Like I'm yeah. I appreciate the ones that don't even like pretend to pretend to say the shit. Like you don't even have it in your speech to even have to bleep it out. Yeah, I'll up out of here with that. Ain't no substitute niggas around these parts. And I don't. Ha- like, here's my thing. I I fully subscribe to that. Uh, what the fuck is like? Whatever that you know line of, line of thinking is is you niggas have everything. I can keep this word. Fuck that. I don't have to give it up. I don't have to be fair. With I nigga is mine to do with whatever I pre- I please. No, you can't have it. No, you can't use it. Fuck you. You got everybody. You can have your shit. Everybody got that. This is part of my culture. I can say you can't. I've reclaimed it for me, and I will whoop your ass. And that's that's it. I completely agree with that because, like, I'm I'm one of those niggas too. Like, it's a part of our vocabulary. Feel how you feel about it, but Black American culture, whether it be because of our grandparents that was using it in the '70s, 
fucking rap music, wherever it came from, we use the word nigga, it's ours. You can't call me no nigga. Like, plain and simple. And then the thing about white people, too, I'm on record for saying this, like, they're so fucking creative. They're, they're very, very creative with one thing. And that's when it comes to racial insults. Bro. They have the most creative racial insults. Y'all still got all these other ones. Y'all still call us Jigaboos, Coons, all these shit other random bad. fucking jungle monkeys and all this crazy shit that they call us, right? You're not calling. I ain't walking here like, hey, what up, my, my porch monkey? How you doing, spear chucking ass nigga? Like, that's never happened to yeah, me. Yeah, like, like, you feel me? You ain't even got to be that vulgar. They'll, they can make it. What's going on, Jerome? Oh, what's your name, Andre? Like they do, they know how to insult you without it being a hey, curse word. So, damn, bro. Do, damn. do we get mad at them for the words, or do we get mad at them for the tone? I can get mad at them for anything racial in my mind. Like you got here pretty fast, Teach. Please, you know, high speed chase. I'll whoop your ass. Like I can, I'm fully in my right. If I choose to whoop your ass for that, I'm I'm within my rights. Why but, sarcasm like pisses me off? Like white that's, that's racial sarcasm. Like the, uh, Sorry to cut you off, GG, but that's kind of like the story. You hear what the story about the uh, the high school baseball player? Oh, yeah. He left his high school. I was with that shit, nigga. I'm kidding the fuck. Get to the fucking championships now without me, pussy. Like, ooh. He did that. You should put that on the screen. That nigga did that shit. That nigga's a junior. Oh, I see. I'm about to find the camera. Find the camera. Yeah. No, the camera. No, there it is. There we he, go. There we go. I'm a fucking icy, icy. He did that shit. Shameless plug, man. If y'all need some fucking jewelry or some shit, that's the nigga right there. Like, yeah, yeah. Like. But yeah, I, I can I can understand. So with that, uh, a question came to mind for us as, as black people that actually accept the culture, a part of the culture, have pride in it. We're not trying to assimilate into white Eurocentric culture and things of that nature. Does everything have to be about race for us? I think. Actually, coincidentally, like I had titled this fucking uh, the episode like that quote that we were talking about earlier. Like, you know, um, I don't even know what the fuck it was. It was like, you know, everybody, any fool can know, but you know, the goal is to understand. So, like, with that kind of in mind, like everything kind of does have to be about race because you can know. I can know that yes, man. I know that I'm in a better spot than say slaves. Nobody is outside whooping the skin off my back on a daily basis. I know that, but. Y'all need to understand that this shit is still deeply rooted. People, we're having fucking conversations about, what's that shit, critical race theory. Like, it's a making white people know that it's trash. And it's like, nigga, it's not about y'all being trash. It's about understanding that there are systemic issues that make my plight way fucking harder than yours. I don't give a shit if I got 17 degrees, all doctorates. I have, I still might have to... Be this, I'm this close to a motherfucking white dude who, you know, tripped and fell through high school. So it's, yeah, fuck y'all. Now, see, I'm a, I'm a niggerize it in because I, I love all that. <laughs> I love all that, right? But I'm a niggerize it and I'm going to keep it very, very simple, right? Um, despite whatever happens in this country, like whatever, I mean, despite whatever happens in your life personally, everything in this country as far as us go, even if we, I guess, where the quote unquote transcend race or elevate social status or whatever, it still has to be about race because um, everything in this country is about race. And no matter how far we make it in America, like you say, you could have 17 bachelor degree or 17 master degrees, fucking doctor degrees, whatever. And 
there's still people in America that's gonna see you as a nigga. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Oh shit, we got Gates and Gates in the chat. Gates in the chat. Agreed. They make everything about race, and we respond to it. But even that thing you said, I hate that term to my fucking core. Transcend race. I am black. I'm not transcending this shit. I am black. I am a black. I'm not transcending this motherfucker. I'm not growing out of it. I'm not despising. Yeah, but there's people out there that feel like they're like they've transcended race to the where it's like. They're bigger than their blackness. I'm not gonna hold you. I think them niggas is weak. I'd be thinking they'd be trying to like that's some real covert assimilation talk, and they yeah. kiss the they right. kiss the dirtiest part of my ass, like yeah. fresh out the gym. I, Fuck them. This nigga. I, 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 I don't even know where that he, came from. Like, he, who was the first nigga to transcend race? race? Oh, go ahead. Nah, I was just asking who was the first nigga to transcend race, but you probably have some more important shit to say. No, I was just gonna say when it comes to even transcending race, we can't. That's a social construct that they made up. Exactly. They created they created the division as a reason to try to establish their hierarchy amongst the world. They created race because we all know that that's not real. We have cultures, we have reasons that we're from, but there is no real race. So how do you transcend something? Transcend something that is a social construct that was created that was not created by us. Exactly. And I could just and when it comes to black, we accept being black, but black black is a, a trauma response. That's a subculture that we created in response to how we were treated. That's not an actual race. That's just how we do things based on how we've been treated. Hey, you know some trippy shit? Um, I don't even know how or why. I was on Google just randomly Googling shit, Wikipedia this, Wikipedia that. And I clicked on the Wikipedia link for African-American. So I actually read the Wikipedia profile for African-American. You know, it's the craziest shit. It says African American history began in 1612 when uh, when African slaves were brought into the United States of America via the transatlantic slave trade from uh, from continental Africa. I said, "Ain't this about a bitch?" Like they literally started our history as slavery. I said, "Oh, what the fuck?" And of course, it just got me curious in the motherfucker. But I'm like, "Damn, that's like." It's cold that that's really how they define us. Like, the people, like, they whole history start here. I mean, that makes, I mean, it makes. It makes sense from their point of view. Yeah, and it, may, it makes sense from a, from a space of, like, if I want to, you know, it's all, them, all the same, you know, trendy fucking memes, everybody. Like, if you want to control a motherfucker, you tell them, I mean, your shit started at bullshit, which makes everything that we're, like, everything that's happening now, oh, man, at least I'm not a slave. Cause, that's what my father always tells me, mm-hmm. though. And um, it. It's crazy though, because it it really gives validity to what he always says. Like he he always preaches to me. You need to like you need to know your history. You need to learn your history. Um, you so bright, but you you know so much from a Eurocentric standpoint, and you know different things like that. It's a bar, nah. Because that's, that's what he tells me. And um, after and I I've been kind of combative about it, um, just throughout the years. But as a very recent. I um I've had to accept the fact that it's a lot of writing what he said. Yeah, I feel right. I've felt that way even like early on, like before, like you know, let's say maybe like I used to feel that way even like in high school, before like really really understanding all that was our history, because you just I would just look at other cultures. It's a even even just you could just take the fucking separate parts of white people. A white boy who's like knows he's Irish. 
is like I'm fucking Irish and they got all the yeah. all the he's he believe he can whoop they ass. To, they come to school on motherfucking St. Patrick's Day like it's Christmas. It's a motherfucking problem. Like if you know you're German, you you know you probably you know besides that little Hitler space, you know you feel like you can just and even that you feel like you could just run the world. Like motherfuckers who know they're Jewish, I know I'm Chinese, I know I'm fucking Je- like you. Okay, man, I can trace my shit back. This this that and the third. If you don't have that, that's fucking. Mm. I told you, I think y'all was on that episode with us when I was telling y'all about the white guy that I met at a party this summer, and um, he was telling me he could trace his family history back like twenty oh, generations. Yeah. Yep, all the way to like pirates and shit. I'd have been. Twenty, yeah, but see, even at like twenty fucking generations, 22. to know that, like, yeah, to know that, like, you know, my great great whatever the fuck, hey man, that nigga really fought in the battle of whoever the shit. That's some dope shit to know. That makes you feel I like, yeah, man, I could, like, damn, your ancestors probably brought my ancestors over here. I'd have, yeah, see, you better than me. I'd have drive. I'd have fucked the whole. I, that's uh, my. I'd have crashed the plane. Like, damn, that's crazy. Like, nah, you know, I did hit him with a like. I was like, damn, that's crazy. I said, all I know is my shit as far back as two. <laughs> Mind you, we was at a party. We were at a party. We were in the smoker section, so I was trying to keep it cool. But I did still have to let him know a little bit, though. Like, I was there on business. Yeah. See, I I used to have. A, I remember, like, I feel like I don't. Know, I feel like everybody. Maybe I'm just trying to act like everybody's as fucking chaotic as me. But when you first start getting like your little like knowledge in, I couldn't go to an event with non-black people <laughs> without fucking the room up. Cause they would always sh- like we would get drunk and I'd be I you know I'd be trying to party like everybody else and then motherfucker would say some shit. It would just be like it could be any fucking thing. Like, yeah, you know, like I just, you know, like it's just what I am as a person. Like at least you get to know who the fuck you is as a person, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Cause you know, all I got is my grandma, pussy, like See, I was like a version of that since like the third grade. So I, I guess I ain't never go like full blown that. Oh no, yeah. My father my father wanted them niggas, like I used to like I got my work at my peak. I was ruining pussy for the sake of blackness. That's when I was like, okay, I really because it'd be Wait, like we wasn't giving it to no white women. It would be like like I would in my mind I'm like the ass is fat, but you know white girls always say some shit that usually niggas ride with. Niggas would be like, you know, it's like oh my god, like you're so fucking like strong, and you know usually a nigga be like, oh, I'm for the kill this pussy, like yeah, she's fucking with a nigga, and I'd be like. Strong like what, bitch? Like a slave? Yeah, that's what the fuck you think. You think I'm strong? Like you think you gonna break this buck, huh, bitch? Like what? You the- better than me. Yeah, like- that's the reason why I can't give it to white women. That right there. I think like I if, if a white woman like halfway say something that I think she alluding to some shit. White woman, what? I had like a, I had like one summer where I was like going out because I got a homie who stays like he stays like in the fucking Chatsworth Simi Valley area. So we was coming from school. I like one summer where I was like really killing it, just running through white women. It wasn't like running through them, but like when I would go out with him, there was like a lot of them out there. So if I that was my that was my one stint where I was like, yeah, because shortly after that, I don't know what it was. I started like picking up books, and I was like, that white Shit. pussy made you feel real black. You started thinking about it. Wasn't it really wasn't even them? It was, was like I just in that was white guilt. No, it wasn't even that. I was just really like, it just really like, I was, you know, I went to HBCU. So it's all of a sudden we just, after that first, I want to say it was freshman year. Cause after that first year of just general courses, I come back and all of a sudden the professors got real uncle and auntie ish. Like as a black man, you need to, I was like, yo nigga, like this is introduction to, I feel you, but 
You don't want to. You're not just telling me about homework. It went from homework to like in your life. You need to learn how to as a stand up straight boy. And I was like, oh well, shit, nigga, it's, yeah, fuck it, black shit. Damn, I should have went to an HBCU. Shit. Nigga, I came back home for like a Christmas break, and we was about to party the same. And I was like, yeah, nigga, we out here. And it was one night we was like driving, and like we had this group. It was like it was a cool group, and and we was all out chilling. And they were taking us to some of these like you know. You know, some they went. They took me to like I didn't even know this existed until that time. Like they took me to like douchebag LA. Like when people come from out out of town, they come in and they think it's all like writers and oh, yeah, motherfuckers yeah, yeah. who don't wash their hair. And it's like I'm a fucking real thespian. Like that's we were everything, going. That's everything from uh, Hollywood Boulevard yes, North. Yes, we were, and I mean, we went to like, and I'm going out like us. So I'm I'm dressed like we finna go out to the nigga part. So we up in there and just like it's motherfuckers. I'm hearing people. I've never heard this in my entire life before that night. It's niggas in there like So yeah I have like a fucking audition But like my What my real passion is And I'm like That shit Nigga It was a It was a I cannot stand those I was I'm getting into it With the motherfucker Who's I I go to the fucking I'm everywhere Everywhere we I end up around Those type of people So many fucking The whole night I was getting into it I went I go to the bar I was like Hey bartender man Let me get a this is this is the, this is shows the type of night I was on. I was like, bartender, let me get some cranberry gin," and that's the type of that's the type of time I was on. You this, were trying to find the blackest. That was the type of time, and I walked up, and the fir- and as soon as he goes, first of all, I'm a mixologist. Punk motherfucker, if you don't get my goddamn drink, fuck no, get your hands off me, nigga. This motherfucker, like it was, it was a terrible night. We in the car, we in the car, leaving there, going somewhere else, and the girls can feel me not fucking having fun. He's obligated to feel the same way with me because we both black. I dare you to try and act like you cool with this shit, nigga. It's weird in here, nigga. We driving and they like, you know, we can go somewhere, and this is where I, this is where I crashed all the pussy. We can go somewhere a little more like urban. Oh, we can go somewhere more urban, huh? I'm like, I just looked at him. I was like, in case you wondering, I hope you have whatever you have in here sewed up tight. Because it's a wrap. And the whole night, I, it was urban everything. It was urban chips. It was urban <laughs> drinks. It was urban juice. I was like, would you like me to crip walk up into this motherfucker? Can't, like, at Catherine? Huh, bit? Like, yeah, it was trash. It was after no, that. No, it wasn't trash. <laughs> that wasn't trash. She deserved everything that she got in that moment. Because she know what she was trying to do. That bitch was trying to be funny. It was fucking. That was that white sarcasm that I was talking about in the beginning when I, I said I, I can't stand it. white sarcasm. That was that right there. Prime example. You felt uncomfortable in these white ass spaces. So she's like, oh, do you want to go somewhere more urban? We can go somewhere more For the half breed, for the passable mulatto. Actually, the one who said it was a half breed. I know you said the half breeds. Y'all worse than us. I call them half seas. Same shit. We call them hashies on a thousand years. Y'all call them straight. I mean, I, and, and I, I respect. I even tried the other day, like to watch a little bit of the Colin Kaepernick thing. I respect people's journey as far as like you can't choose, you know, your lineage. But I don't. I, I it's a it's y'all cool until you start getting weird on me, like with the fucking like you know. Well, I am going over there. I don't want to hear that shit. Gone because I don't. I feel you. I understand. You know, but Paul Paul would a hundred percent. Have like put you in the field, so I don't give a shit about none of that. I don't care oh, that he talking was talking about the ones that be like, I am white, knowing goddamn well that niggas give a fuck about. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going back and forth with you. I fuck with you. Go on. Go on over there. In my mind, they it's like I'm not you. saving shit. Like the door. Yeah, like I said, door is gonna be open. I'm never gonna lock the door on my people. But like, I'm not obligated to bring you in the house. You want to stay outside, bitch? Don't stay out there. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Go into that. I just I've said that on the show a number of times. Like we spend a lot of time. I feel like. I'm, how do I say this? I'm not opposed 
to Wakanda in that bitch. Wakanda said, fuck y'all, focus on us. Now, the only thing I wouldn't do, I wouldn't lock the door behind me, but I'm not obligated to bring you up the stairs. If me, DC, and Juju is going up the fucking stairs of blackness and, and, and betterment, you a got like, like a, you're a goddamn fucking business owner two, three times over trying to, you know, build black generational wealth. I'm not obligated for a nigga to go, look, man, we all won. You got it, champ. I don't have no back and forth yeah, with you niggas. No, I'm not getting mad on the internet. I feel like I feel like a lot of times we do a whole bunch of shit where it's like, we need to build with one another. We spend too much time. No, nigga. Because you spend too much time trying to convince these 17 idiots when you have four motherfuckers over there that got it. Link with those four. And as we grow, if you, if one of the 17 want to come on, absolutely, man, bring your ass. But I'm not finna go back up here and fight with you about it. I have a friend that's a, uh, she's a lawyer. She's a real estate attorney. Mm-hmm. And um, USC grad, like, she the shit, right? And um, I was asking her, like, what made you want to be a lawyer? And um, she was saying it's just one of those things. Like, I knew when I was, like, 12 years old I was going to be a lawyer, so naturally. And um, I said, what made you choose to be a real estate lawyer? She said, actually, I, I came into it wanting to be a criminal defense attorney. Mm-hmm. I said, so what made you change your mind? Like, I I know, like, shit, that would have been probably a good lick for you. She said, yeah, I never would have been without work. It would all, like, I've, I always would have had clients. But um, when I initially, like, got into law, I felt like I would have been able to save my people. She said, and that was my intentions. I came into it looking to save my people. And she said, but the reason I decided to be a real estate attorney is because, you know, real estate is where the money is at. And honestly, I realized that um, two things that, Number one, as much as I could want to save my people, my people don't even want to be saved, a lot of them. Like, there's, there's some people that just don't want to be saved. They're, they're content with their conditions. And she said, and, and number two, I recognize that um, I'm one person, and this system is built and designed, and it wasn't built and designed for us. I'm not one person. No matter what I do, no matter how many people I can get off, that's not going to change how this system operates. I feel that. I, I kind of agree with that in the sense of I feel like niggas definitely we stab ourselves with this weird ass sentiment of you got to get in the system to change the system. And it's like the system is fucked. You have to damn near blow the bitch up <laughs> if yeah. you're trying to use the system properly. Like I, I kind of agree with her as far as like shifting and what you feel like you can do to help your people. Because that's where the money is. Yeah. Because like, I, I honestly believe and I think I'm on record for saying like. Money, and I, I don't mean to sound like that like greedy person or like that super capitalist, but I, I honestly feel like money is the a large part of the solution to black America's issues. Like, in our mentality about money and about business and about, you know, how things, how money works. Yeah. Like, so, really, money is the solution because if everybody... Like everybody else, if everybody had their own money or had their own little bit of money, then that's like you were saying, how you get that group of four like-minded people that can build things for their community. And then that kind of snowballs over time. I think money is important, but money without the proper mindset turns into, you know, half the fucking rappers or entertainers or shit like that. Like that's that's one thing that shifted my desire to even get into the mental health field like when i first first got out of school i have a degree my my bachelor's is in political science so i was like oh yeah i'm gonna get a you know a little bureaucratic job or some shit like that i worked tj was gonna be a congressman or i thought i thought about that i when i first got out like my aunt works for 
she she well she retired now, but she had initially worked for the city. So I was gonna go her route and like, you know, work in like you know, she worked for um the emergency planning department. So, you know, anything that popped off out here, she was like, Command center, put the fuckers over there and like cops go here and whatever, whatever. So I thought about that. I was going for all these departments and I was making it really, really far and just having that stupidly or well, stupidly for that career, but better for me as a person. I was doing like all these readings and shit. I'm fucking go had I got an interview on Friday. I watched the John Henry Clark fucking uh you know um thing on YouTube on Thursday. So I'm in that bitch and they asking the questions about like and it was all it was like a perfect storm of bullshit cuz even some of that was during like Mike Brown and shit had happened and like so they in there like, you know, do you think you can take orders? And I was like, if I agree with them. Like it, all of that is just like then that just was put me on to like the mindset of this system. If you want to go in here and think you're going to be, I'm not saying there's bad cops or bad people or whatever, but it is very hard to make these adjustments in these systems. If up here, your shit is, and you then know, people's individual livelihood become tied to it. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Like, so that a lot of people leave out, but that ties into the money thing. Like money is important. If you can use this money and kind of separate, like your mind has to be, it has to kind of be, it has to be people first, like money. Because if money is the motivation, if money's the thing, you'll nigga shit. We do that right now. Niggas will fucking man. I was gonna do whatever, but the money is it's fucking hundreds of millionaires on a, on courts on fields that said I'm not even gonna say shit because of money. And it's like, yeah. well, nigga, fuck you mean? You just got like ten million dollars this year. You you can't. I can't. You know, all of us in here. Are various levels of thousandaires. You give me ten million. I'm not certain saying it's gonna whatever, but it's like I just probably wouldn't like live like I made ten million. I probably would be like a little better than this, and I'm gonna kind of spend. You give me ten million dollars, I'm gonna probably go ball out one time. I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna try to pretend like I'm not a ball out nigga. But I'd ball out after I'd set up something. I mean, see niggas. See, like, but that's the thing when I when I hear like athletes. I, I ain't gonna be on my Kanye like. Just spend it before I get it type shit. But that's uh, see that would be with niggas. Niggas be like, I'm like ain't nobody telling niggas not to spend. Though. Y'all niggas should just maybe you know get something secure and then go ball out. That's something you know ball out. I'm a ball out here this month. Maybe next month I start a business. Are you gonna ball out all that, year? That goes back to the mindset part that you're talking about. But that's that's exactly what you're saying. Like uh, to a degree, money is the root of all evil. Right, the mindset of chasing money is the root of all evil. I don't know if I agree with that. But financial literacy is yes, the wealth gap is important. Anybody can chase money, but when you got an individualistic, greedy, narcissistic mindset, you can have all the money in the world, and it's not going to do anything to your community. But when you understand financial literacy, you can understand how to pass that on to different generations. That's intellect. Yeah, how to understand money, how to understand the systems around money, how to utilize money in the right way. Even for us as educated individuals, say, yeah, I'll still ball out one time. You realize when it comes to our intellect, we are a top percentage. And if we still have that mindset, imagine what the bottom percentage is going to do. They ball out is going to be completely grandiose, and they're going to waste all the wealth before it even gets back. To the it's going to be like L.A. last year. Before. And you got to take into account why you balling out. To me, balling out means I would like to take, like personally in my mind, I would like to grab everybody who, who I love, who I feel like has contributed to whatever. And let's go to fucking some cool shit. I would love to see my mama and my daddy just like balling out on some fucking in some country they can't I pronounce yacht party. 
Fuck a yacht party. I want them to go to somewhere they can't pronounce. I want them to, like, my daddy always talk about, I'm not. I'll probably buy a yacht and then throw a party on it. I'm shit. not even Captain Jesus, but my daddy be, talks about, like, going to Jerusalem and shit. I'm like, yeah, nigga, let's go. Niggas be like, so I'm, like, balling out even from a sense of I want to make people around me that I love feel good. Sometimes niggas ball out, I'm a buy uh, like like I, we talked about one time this fucking video that was around and it's no distant bro you spend your money how you want to but it was like little ba- little baby and he was he had a shirt on he said now the shirt might have cost ten dollars but he was like this cost a thousand this cost it is and when niggas do that it's like that Dude, doesn't that shit is so fucking corny to me but that's what I mean like niggas and I'll be working flyer from them niggas what's that shit called niggas are working from like insecurity so it's like the mindset of ball out but ball out from a sense of you know like being. Being secure in oneself Like niggas be like Yeah I balled out I balled out And bought You know uh, What was that fucking NFL player dude Like I, he's ball he, To me that's a level of balling out Like some thug oh. balls out I bought I bought 17 houses yeah. You know and, and, and took people Like you know I'm like you don't, you don't have to be Fucking Robin Hood But I just feel like If you ball out From a secure space It has a different look to it Cause some of these niggas Be like this is what Balling out looks like And it's like yeah But if we gonna be honest You balling out Because you still In your heart Are the motherfucker who that was broke Yeah Like you gotta get over that shit Like you were broke You're not broke no more You don't have to be that guy And see I've been I think that's why I could get some money now Like if somebody gave me 10 million dollars Now that's why I said I'd probably just Ball out one time Like some slight shit Because um I've went through that phase Like two three times in life mm-hmm. Because I Like I've had and Throughout my childhood I had like ups and downs and shit But for the most part I was like a poor kid I was raised with my grandma and shit Like mm-hmm. So I was poor as fuck and then I started selling tree, like, into my late teens and shit. And then my early 20s, uh, like, so I was selling drugs. And that was the first time, like, I really woke up one day and, like, oh, shit. Everything that I couldn't have before, I can go buy that shit now. Like, so I went through that then. And then um, keep it all the way, G. Like, even when I started selling tree a little bit, I, I kind of, it was like a two, three-month period. I was like, hold on, let me chill. Mm-hmm. Like, from, like. I'm not, I'm not even going to say when Because it was <laughs> very not that long ago But yeah So like even with that But um, it's like y'all say it was, It's just the mentality of Knowing that Okay I was that I ain't that no more Now let me forward think I got this money now Let me not fucking spend it into oblivion Let me, let me be a forward thinker Yeah like I, I'm not even judging anybody for some of the choices they make It's just like You did this Make it make sense Do what the fuck niggas say Man I did That's why I didn't have to Great nigga Like you Exactly what you said You did that So you didn't have to So stop being there Also well, I don't give a shit What somebody I just want us to, to In any capacity Do the shit better Cause niggas be like You literally moved The same way These 12 niggas moved And all 12 of these niggas um, Got fucked up And fucked off What was I, I was Y'all in the same place even yeah, even like I got I got bored and I was watching old eighty five South Show and they had uh God what's that dude's name, um it was this, it's this nigga from um from DC that they were talking to it was like it was a, it was like a year or so ago on that episode, but um the dude basically said and it was just like it always kind of throws me that like if you're gonna do a thing I don't give a fuck what you do but just having knowledge in that thing so if you're gonna be like the street nigga he was like niggas never pay attention there's no such thing as a big window. Like you have a very small window mm-hmm. to get it popped off, so like niggas never like adjust to and be it's like a young man's game, and they yeah. don't understand that either until they old and fucked up. Yeah, it was like 
understand that like there's no such thing as like a ten year run in this drug game. There's no such thing as like shit. Maybe even five. It's like you get a very small window. So if you popping really hard in this, if you lucky, if you popping really hard in that window, when you hit the peak, you need to start fucking packaging shit because it's like nigga. At some point, something's gonna fucking knock this under us. So what the fuck is the problem? Oh, and Gates in here once again. Not a mixologist. Look, man. That motherfucker was He was fucking with me It was It was racism afoot I fuck with y'all Cause all this needs to be said We be trying man We trying out here And yeah The love of money will Has fuck niggas up Left yeah, and see, right see That's what it is I know what he's talking about already Shout out to Gates The love of money Is the root of all evil Money is not the root of all evil The The, the love of money And maybe even the pursuit of money But Money is so Money does very good things in the world. Yeah, like money say, itself it's, is a resource. It's, it's, but the, yeah. it's the attitude that we have about it. Your audio chopping. You chopping, DC? Well, that sounds like... Yeah, it's... DJ D-Rex. <laughs> <laughs> it's still kind of... Like, we can hear you. It just... It, it, it sounds like you in the Matrix. So, like you asking the operator for an exit. I was going to say, kind of going back earlier, we were talking about like the way they infiltrated these same money out there. I'm not going to hold you. I'm barely catching it. It was. You gonna have to dash yourself off and try again, my brother. It was beep beep boop beep. It sound like we. It sound like we talking to Alpha. Yo, what a fucking pull! I wish I'd have put that on that fucking post from earlier. But yeah, it do kind of sound like you know, like Zordon. <laughs> Except way like you know, yeah, it's not like a sultry Alpha, which is honestly should be a good bit. Like I feel like that. Who the fuck is like making alpha? the content? Yeah, Imagine but see, if Alpha was black Alpha was black for a minute Didn't they try to make him like Urban? I think they did I just think that it was, was like a thing It was like a split second If like they, they did make him urban, urban I believe it because 90s cartoons was like Nigger it up Like <laughs> like the fact to, to go back and watch the Black Ranger Is low key is like You were my fave because you were black But yeah, also because they Fucking karate foo is shit. fucking racist as shit This nigga was belly rolling And kicking putties like What nigga? <laughs> Every time he came on scene, hip hop music, yeah, that shit was wild, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> and then they made her like just extra Asian, and she was yeah, we told yeah, she was the yellow. That's Ranger. that white sarcasm, man. Yeah, I'm yo, she you. was the yellow ranger. He was the black. Yeah, it was. They be trying to be funny, like oh, why he why he couldn't be the red ranger? Yeah, that shit's nasty. I mean, the, I know in the later ones they did, but it didn't matter because that was like y'all. Yeah, y'all, y'all solidified it. Y'all was trying to be funny. Yeah, and y'all paid them like slaves. Yeah, that shit. That's a whole other story. That shit was nasty. They was beating up Billy and backstage and shit. Who's acting there? Oh, yeah, I think that that was. I don't know if that was, but that was a story that he got bullied because you know he was gay. Yeah, I mean it was, it was like, the '90s. Yeah, that's wild as shit, but we be making the '90s sound like the Stone Age. No, nah, like the, the really them niggas like no fuckers. We all we all products of the '90s. Like this shit is like you know like. <laughs> It was, some, it was some wild shit going on To be completely fucking honest Like Oh man And technology like definitely like Just Sped up the bullshit Yeah it just like You blew past Cause this nigga's like Damn That's some shit that would've been That would've been said 
when I was in high school. Ooh, shit, fuck. That's some shit that would have been like, like I played Boosie to start this, and I was like, and, and as hype as that made me, I was like, you really like. <laughs> It's a song on this nigga album that I haven't even touched yet. Like, I listened to it, but it was like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, Boosie and Webby together? You niggas don't. I don't know what the fuck is being said, but I know it's not okay. It's <laughs> For what? On his it, new shit? Yes. Oh, that's going to be some ignorant it, shit. Yo, the one I played today was like him and Mouse, and I was like, this is literally this nigga made shit that would have worked when I was in college, which is dangerous as shit, because... What the fuck? He got a point. Look, he got a point to prove. He's trying to be funny. <laughs> I mean, to a degree, he's trying, he trying to prove y'all motherfuckers can't cancel me. I can say whatever I want. Yeah, I kind of see. I kind of fuck with the. Oh shit! Here they come. We the fucked around. I didn't do it. Damn, nigga. We just said we fuck with Boosie and the cancel police to pull it up already. Oh, <laughs> but I, I fuck with like. I can't say I fuck with like all the things he says, obviously, but I do fuck with the sentiment of fucking nigga like. Come get me, nigga. I'm at the ranch. Like, well, I don't give a shit. Like, you don't have to agree with the message all the time to agree with the messenger, and you don't have to agree with every message to agree with the messenger. Because I understand contextually, I understand what he say. I understand where he's coming from. Um, some of it might be an outdated way of thinking, but it's some validity to it too. Mm-hmm. So somebody. We sit up and have conversations every week, and a lot of the shit we say may not be completely right or it may not be completely wrong. It's just an opinion that we putting out to the world. That's one thing I noticed about, like, where I know, like, um, we've, shit, we've joked about it, where at one point it was like, you know, potting was like, you know, the ongoing joke. I want to say fucking uh, this week tax. Oh, made, yeah. Yeah, tax made a tweet that it was like, you know, before it was like the podcast niggas, but now, you know, everybody is a podcast nigga, but... It's some shit that like Charlemagne has said for years is like being in this space, having conversations all the time. And you have to after a while to, to separate us from like, you know, daytime news or whatever. You can't just go, but the hot shit in the streets. And you have to kind of explore topics. It's like, you know, nuance and context is a fucking deep and important thing because. I just I find myself now is like being in it. It's like, yeah, we gotta listen to what the fuck this motherfucker says. I've taken upon myself sometimes, and I know me and this nigga agree on probably one point five percent shit. Is if somebody you like, Lucy? or you in DC? No, me and fucking Ben Shapiro. Oh, like I'll go listen to that shit for the simple fact of if we're gonna keep the art of conversation like pure, and you have to like because that one percent. Is necessary if we gonna like better, you know, people and shit. Like fuck this shit forever, and it's like nah, because that motherfucker might have a point. I don't agree with. I find myself now. I don't agree with a lot of shit Joe Rogan said, but I'm never gonna say throw away the fucking pie because I need because the way these spaces happen, shit, nigga, we need these spaces. Yeah. Try again, DC. Nope. <laughs> there you got it. <laughs> I I was really and I was look man, I'm I'm in here listening, listening, like I was trying. But I believe it was some very potent shit. Uh, I just felt like we can't uh we also can't have those echo room conversations because I think black culture does a lot of that as well. Like we we do a lot of in talking and and in fighting, and a part of it is black people business. So I understand that, but um, 
in any debate, you have to you have to understand and and, and oppose the opposing name. You can't just sit up and huddle with your team all day. That's true. I, I my thing with our infighting is. It ain't like other people's infighting to me. It's like our infighting is public. We fight outside, and not even just public. Our shit is like super divisive. Like, okay, I will have, I would up and down have. Um, I feel like this probably is an easy clickbaity thing. I'm a straight man. I could have all the argument in the world with all the trans and gay and whatever the fuck else. All the all the letters. When it comes to black shit, I'm going to knock the dog shit out of a straight white man with this nigga in the dress because he's a black nigga in the dress. We can cover all this bullshit later. And that's where I feel like we fuck up and drop the ball left and right. Like, black women, black this, black men, black whatever. I'm going to pick up the fuck. They pick lanes with the other side. Yeah, I'm like, my thing is with us is niggas never go like, bar none, I'm riding with this chocolatey motherfucker over here. Give a shit what she, I I don't like her. But I love mine, and niggas just, we it's fuck that, up with that left and right everywhere. That goes back to what we were saying in the beginning, though, with um, that whole separation and the, the act of transcending, like, blackness. Like, even shorts um, on Monday, this coming Monday, me and him got to have a conversation because he ended our last episode basically trying to talk off and explain why he ain't black. He said he ain't black. He He's an African-American, and he went into this whole... Like he's bigger than black, but um, I can yeah, see where like, he could potentially be going with that if he's trying to, you know, like sidestep the whole like you know blackness as a negative or like minimizing us to just a color. I can kind of understand that if that's the route he was taking. Like I am, I can understand even trying to promote African American as I am a product born of this fucking landmass. And if you do some, you know, depending on the research you do, there's a lot of fucking shit to back that we are native to this landmass as well. So, yeah, fuck that. Y'all not going to take this from me and reduce me to nobody else gets reduced to a color. You are Chinese. You are Arab. You are Indian. You are this, that, and third. Bitch, I am of African descent and American descent. This is my shit right here. So if that's where you're going with it, yeah, nigga, flip the fucking table over. But I don't really know. But, I'm, you know. I'm throwing that perspective out there because, you know, y'all are intelligent individuals. We'll see you on Monday. but um, (laughs) It's going to be some smoke in the city. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, I'm I'm waiting for him for that. But, um, again, it's those people that feel like they bigger than they blackness. Like, whatever they are, they that before they black. Whatever I am, it don't matter what I got going, it don't matter where I'm at because I I understand how the world sees me. I understand how the world perceives me. I'm I'm black than the motherfucker. Like, Mm -hmm. Even when my mouth is shut, I'm black than a motherfucker. I could be butt naked. I could have on a suit. I could be dressed like I am right now, but I'm still black than a motherfucker. So I understand that. So primarily when I'm out in the world, I'm a black person first. And then anything that I am, if I'm a jeweler in that moment, if I'm a realtor in that moment, if I'm a podcast nigga in that moment, whatever, I'm that second. Yeah, I think that I think a lot of those mindsets, you know, and it be trying they be trying to sound all lofty and all whatever and shit to me. But to me, it just always sounds like you have categorized your blackness as a disadvantage and I can understand that narrative from all the fucking shit we've gone through in this country and in life and shit but motherfuckers do everything they can to separate from blackness because you looking at your shit through the lens of everybody else and to me y'all can you know there are disadvantages to it but I would still never separate myself from my blackness like you keep it a thousand 
there's definitely disadvantages to being black in this country, mm-hmm. especially a black man in this country. But see, my thing with that is like I understand the disadvantages, but the disadvantages aren't inherently blackness. That's everybody else's bullshit they put on us. Being black is fire. I am. I am. Oh yeah, no, nah, this shit tight. We don't get sunburned. And that's what I'm saying, like, motherfuckers not knowing that's important to know where it is and what it is you come from. Like, that's some shit. Like, I'm I'm a big geek, nigga. We all have, like, some little... When you be listening, when you be looking at the fucking, like, uh, you watch your Conans and your fantasy shits, and it was like, these are the, the such and such a houses. They were the original whatever. And it's like, bitch... I'm the like the starting point. However, the fuck this shit starts out, whatever the fuck this shit turns into, from the year in the year four thousand fifty two when niggas is fucking robots and beat boot whatever's the thing that popped it off is me, nigga. You fuck knock it off. The motherfucker who was up there high five when God was walking down on earth high fiving niggas like I made this shit. It was niggas that looked like me. So. Y'all can kiss my ass. Like there is, that's one thing that motherfuckers Y'all don't motherfuckers take into their day to day. This shit started in sixteen, goddamn twelve. Yeah, kiss my ass. Y'all are crazy as fuck. I'm, I'm not. That was the most disrespectful shit I read on the internet all week. That's yeah. That's it's just it's just not. And also, like y'all don't make shit like this, which is just to me, just you know. And we said what their most creative talent is. It's not like it just. First of all, as 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 this as this kind of intros in, I just feel like as a community, I feel like we give him his flowers, but like the music this motherfucker makes, if for nothing else, it's black. It's exquisite. Look it's at black. Like, this yeah. is this is what black exquisiteness sounds like. I don't even know if exquisiteness is a real word, it but I'm really using that shit be. really right now. I feel like he almost. Is in the ballpark of creating another genre of hip because like it's luxury rap. Luxury oh. rap definitely is its own genre. It just feels like nothing that touches I'm gonna start rapping again. Nothing that touches my body should be not I'm like be a luxury silk. rapper. Yeah, and it's not just like balling. It is like re- this is regal. Oh yeah, that's pass op- player. You know what? Rick Ross makes regal. Opulent music Regally opulent Luxury rap Listen to this shit Y'all Thank y'all for tuning in But like Come on all that gold on It just looks It, it, it sounds comfortable My body is more comfortable Listening to Nigga He found his clothes On this He got them luxury bars Thank y'all We gonna see y'all we both gonna see y'all and before a regular label shit, I wanted coke. I'm talking LA, read the biggest baby face. It's for my niggas in the prison sipping Gatorade. 